Hi, welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or a word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, we're talking about that age-old question, how much should I grade? And while there's no one-size-fits-all answer, I think there are two extremes that we want to avoid and a kind of happy medium answer that I'll share in a minute. So one I think extreme that we want to avoid is trying to grade everything. If you try to grade everything your students do, every classwork, every bell work, every writing assignment, every homework, every test and every quiz, you are going to find yourself quickly overwhelmed and drowning in paperwork and grading. It just isn't sustainable. Or to correct that, it might be sustainable. You might be able to do it, but you're tying up so much of your time that could be better invested in other learning opportunities. So I don't recommend grading everything, but let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. Sometimes we don't want to let go of grading everything because we look at the other option And we don't like that either. So on the opposite side of the spectrum, another, I think, mistake is to say, okay, I'm not grading anything of a certain type. I'm not grading any classwork, or I'm not grading any homework, or I'm not grading any bell work, or whatever it is. But I don't know about you, but I found from experience that in many cases, if I don't grade anything, uh, the, the quality of the work starts to steadily decrease. I remember getting homework papers that looked like students had just written random numbers on like a torn off piece of computer paper. It was like a disaster. Uh, I was just getting worse and worse and worse. And I remember, to be completely honest, when I was a student, if I knew a teacher wasn't going to grade something, I didn't always put forth my best effort. Sometimes they didn't even do it. So knowing human nature, it's not always the best idea to just say, I'm never going to grade X, whatever it is. So where is the, if neither one of these works, what is the answer? Well, I've personally found that it is just a great classroom policy to have that anything could be graded. And so the students never know what you are and are not going to collect for a grade. And then what you do is choose at quote-unquote random something to grade. Now, I say quote-unquote random because for me, it's always intentional. So let's take bell work, for example. We would every, uh, at the start of every class, have a quick bell work assignment where students reviewed something. And more normally I didn't grade them, but I would strategically pick one. And when I say strategically, I'd normally pick it to grade on a day when the majority of the class was there, um, when we didn't have a quiz or homework to grade, uh, I would pick that day to do it. But it appeared random to the students, but it was a day that worked well for me. And when I say grade it, does it mean that I collected them and poured over them for a half an hour? Absolutely not. What we did was we did a quick exchange. I read the answers very quickly. I'm talking 60 seconds. I had them write the number right at the top, exchange it back, pass them in. I quickly recorded the grade in the grade book, gave them back, we're done. Is very quick. Um, when I say I quickly recorded it in the grade book, I normally did that later, not in the middle of class, but depending on the classroom setup, that's up to you. I also made these grades pretty small grades in the grade book. I weighted them pretty small so they weren't making this huge impact on students' grades because that wasn't the point. I wanted students to just be practicing 
Um, I wasn't the the goal was not to you know pull down their grades with this thing. The goal was simply to hold them accountable. One other tip with this: when you're doing something with practice, you can also um, really curve the grade. So what I mean by that is you can set it up so that if students miss a few, they still get an A, and maybe even if they miss a bunch of them, they still end up with a B or a C. Because remember, if the goal is practice, you're grading it like kind of on an effort grade, but you are factoring a little bit how well they do. If they miss them all, they're not going to get a hundred, just, you know, they're going to get maybe a C, something like that, uh, if you can tell that they tried. So, all right, this is getting a little long for a quick loud episode, but I'll share real quick. So, for example, um, if there were maybe six practice problems, I would count them five points each. So, minus, minus 195, minus 290, minus 385, 80, 75. If they missed all six, they still got a 70 if I could tell that they at least tried. So once again, we're not destroying their grade. The whole point is just to hold them accountable, right? To randomly collect things and to, so that they, they always know it could be taken for a grade, but you're not drowning in paperwork. All right. I hope that was helpful. Once again, you got to make this your own, right? There is no one size fits all, but I do think you need to find your balance somewhere in between grading everything and grading nothing. And I hope that these tips were helpful for you. Well, thank you guys so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.